Well, welcome back everyone to another exciting episode of the Dirty Twenties Podcast. My name is Marcus Susick, and with me, we once again have three ritzy and red-hot role players. Ain't none of them a rube, but before I introduce them, I want to remind you that today we are once again stepping back from the main campaign so that we can explore some of the wonderful backstories of our characters, and this week we are focusing on Lonlin. We are stepping back 33 years from the time of the regular podcast, we are jumping back to the time of Lonlin's youth. Well, youth for a dwarf, mid-20s, uh, or late-20s. I actually didn't do the math on that. Uh, so, uh, without further ado, uh, please introduce yourselves, adventurers, and who you are bringing to the table today. Uh, and let's start with uh, Richard. Aha, you're not waiting for us to, to flop around <laughs> anymore. I see, I see. All right, um, before you stands a tall six-foot figure with very lanky bodily proportions, but they are wearing a jester's suit and one mask that has the the face of comedy, the face of, of ecstasy, as some, uh, some uh, call it. Uh, hello there, my name is Talia, and one moment, uh, faces away from everyone else. And in that same rotation has a new mask, the, the face of, of agony, also known as the um, the muse of of, 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 of... tragic. That was the word. <laughs> My name is Melpomene. Mel I am quite looking forward to working with all of you today. Awesome. Um, and can you please dis uh, just spell out those names for me? Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, that's M-E-L-P-O-M-E-N-E, -E, Melpomene. And Talia is T-H-A-L-I-A. Uh, and moving on, Craig, who are you bringing to the table? Uh, hi, I'm Zeph. I, uh, I'm really good at, um, at people. And at, at uh, killing people, and um, I'm also, you know, not not bad at finding my way around the streets and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, those are the things that I'm I'm good at. Uh, do, do you uh, do you do you like working out? <laughs> I prefer long distance running, if anything, or oh. dancing. Okay, I mean, I guess that's pretty cool, too. I mean, I lift. Um, <laughs> this will but, be quite uh, entertaining with you. Yeah. And uh, she is a Air Genasi Ranger. Ooh, all right. Zeph, spelled like Zephyr. Z-E-P-H. Awesome. Uh, and uh, Richard, I think we might have um, glossed over, what is your race and your class? Oh, uh, as for race, it's it's really hard to tell because I'm fully, absolutely decked out, like head to toe. You can't <laughs> see my face or anything. Uh, but for the sake of actually like knowing, it's a high elf. Oh, okay. uh, and I'm a blood hunter. All right, perfect. And uh, last but certainly not least, uh, this week's uh, well, I was gonna say raison d'être, but that seems a little over much. Uh, this week's, I guess, star uh, or the focus upon of our regular characters. Uh, Toby, can you introduce us to this iteration of Lonlin, please? 
yeah, so uh, Lonlin is still a mountain dwarf. She stands about five foot even. Um, she Her hair is much, much longer. Um, it is done up in some traditional dwarven braids, and she is sporting a very thick beard. Um, and you'll notice that she's not wearing any plates. Uh, she has no sword and shield, but instead she is uh, wielding a great axe, and that that is sort of that that is her in her younger years. But she is a barbarian. Perfect, excellent. Yes, now we get to meet the angry young Lonlin. I love it. Uh, so. We, as I said, are 33 years in the past, before the eth- uh, before the events of our regular campaign. Uh, so a few things about technology for the audience. Uh, any guns you might re- uh, you might reference or imagine in this setting uh, are more like uh, old West style. There might be the occasional revolver uh, and some long rifles, but that's about it. Uh, prohibition is not yet a thing. It's barely even a thought in many conservatives' eyes, and it's nowhere near happening in New Republica. Uh, elemental motor coaches or cars, along with flying vehicles, still not invented. Um, and newspaper is the main mode of getting news out there, uh, assisted by the new invention of the elemental trains from only five years ago. So, we find ourselves in this older version of the city of New Republica. It is um, just a few years after the 26 years war that brought about the corruption and the defeat of the corruption by the Faded Five. New Republica in this time has become a haven of art and culture and invention And it's also a place where people who have been displaced from the war have come. So New Republica is this melting pot of different cultures, much like it is in the main campaign, but slightly smaller. Many of this, much of the sprawl outside of the city walls is not yet established. And many of the buildings are a lot smaller. It hasn't quite reached its empire status of giant gleaming skyscrapers. Most of these buildings are stone buildings. Some of them are wood. Uh, Most of them kind of about 12 stories is about as tall as we get at this point in our history. And we find ourselves in the dark of night, right around two in the morning as our adventurers hired by a wonderfully beautiful dwarven woman named Belira find themselves in a warehouse awaiting further instructions from Belira. As the camera pans in, we find our three adventurers waiting with nothing else in sight besides just a few empty crates and one uh, ever-burning bulb uh, just directly above an area. And whether or not our adventurers step into that is entirely up to you. What would you guys like to do as you kind of arrive? What do we see you doing as the camera finds you in this warehouse? 
You, um... You got any eights? <laughs> Go you fish. Say egg. <laughs> oh, I couldn't hear if you said eggs or not. Uh, do you? I mean, I'll, I'll take some eggs if you got some eggs. Uh, you know, they're they're good. I That's thought we were fair. playing cards. This is all no, we're doing. <laughs> I mean, not well cards, but but uh, eggs are good. You gotta keep up your gains, Lonley. <laughs> I, I forget. Mean, I have a mask. I really can't quite see what a lot of you are doing half the time. You know, maybe you should leave the jokes to the funny man. Uh, okay. Are you seeing I mean, these was... guns and she'll just start flexing? Alright, <laughs> 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 alright. I mean, some of us, some of us are naturally born gifted like you. You know, we have to work for it. You don't think I had to work for this? I mean, no one says born perfect. <laughs> I had to work for this too. <laughs> uh, I guess. But, uh,. Oh no, please, go ahead. Oh, I, I mean, you know, the, the beard and the muscles, I, you know, I, I thought maybe it was just uh, all, all natural, you know? Wait, are you calling this beard fake now too? <laughs> no, no, Lon, I swear, Lonlin, no, it's okay, uh, I'm, I, uh, uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this truly go. is quite... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh... As this uh, game of cards progresses, uh, with a little bit of tension mounting, there is a moment of stillness, and you just hear a, well, I'll be. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining. Uh, and you see stepping into the light a beautiful uh, dwarven woman with golden hair tied up in a fancy bun underneath a, like, almost like three foot wide uh, brimmed hat uh, she is wearing a corseted gown uh, with uh, big uh, hip uh, panels uh, what are those called uh, you know it's like a wire thing a form underneath so that the hips look bigger um, and uh, she has just a very nicely groomed beard uh, and as she steps into the light she says my darling hello Lonlin if I couldn't help it over here, I know you were saying that no one is born this perfect, but when you come from such fine stock as mine, you do have a leg up, don't you, dear? I guess. I suppose, yeah. <laughs> oh. She started it, though. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm sure she did, Lonan. I'm sure. Zeph. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I, you know, I just... Sometimes my my brain and my mouth don't speak together properly. Zeph, you ain't hired today for your brains or your mouth. You're hired for oh, that good, wonderful good. ability and affinity you have with the sword. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, I got I got two of them. See? Yes, indeed. Well, that is wonderful. Uh, why don't you demonstrate for us? Oh, uh, okay. Uh, I, I mean, I, uh, Talia, can I? Yes. I quickly, uh, change masks. What uh, can uh, I do for you? Uh, do, do you, can I, can I, can I stab you? Uh, lightly? Sure, why not? I'll take out a shield that also has, like, various, uh, uh, iconography of, like, uh, theater stuff. Please, uh, do be gentle. 
Uh, yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I mean, you can absolutely make an attack roll, or you can you can look over and see that uh, Balira does look very kind of a little surprised by this. Uh, you know. Uh, oh come on, let's do it. It'll be fun. Okay. <laughs> let's go. Break out the swords. Uh, I've got a 16 to hit. That's not going to hit. Okay. Ah, damn! And I'm going to quickly follow up with my second rapier. <laughs> Please! Uh, and a 21. That will hit! For six <laughs> points of piercing damage. <laughs> oh, oh, shit! I'm sorry! Um, <laughs> this is quite fun, though! Shall I return? Okay. I'm just going to bring out a whip, uh, and then use a bonus action to uh, begin to kind of crack it and these uh shards of ice begin to form around uh, uh alongside it and then i slam it towards you oh my god uh it does an 18 hit yep perfect <laughs> so that's going to be uh 11 sorry uh, eight points of slashing damage from the whip and three points of cold damage ah god ow <laughs> oh man why how is that Oh, it burns, but it's cold. It's quite fun. Uh, and you see my hand uh, is also kind of encased in uh, a bit of co- cold as well as I have to take some damage to use that. <laughs> Ow. Oh. Uh, and Balira just looks at you, smiles, uh, looks towards her daughter uh, and just claps gently. Well, I do declare I was more expecting you to do some sort of acrobatic flourish. Zef, but I do appreciate your willingness to stab your compatriots, though hopefully not something that you'll need much to do in my employ. But I, I do appreciate your your desire and your quick action. That was impressive to behold. Oh, and uh, uh, Thalia, Otalia, at what a display of well coolness under pressure if you'll pardon the pun <laughs> no i quite like it a lot actually thank you for your recognition i take a deep bow uh-huh. do and you happen to have any health potions on you by any chance yes uh and she'll snap her finger and uh you'll see like this little like uh from the shadows which you hadn't even kind of like heard or noticed you'll just see this like little goblin person run forward uh, 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 oh um yes uh the mistress wants you to have okay uh health potions uh, and they just kind of like start pouring a few things together and there's like a little bit of smoke um and uh you hear you see a little uh and their face is like fully covered in soot like a cartoon their hair gets blasted back for a little bit uh but they've got this like two bottles of potion that are steaming in a way that doesn't look perfectly normal um, for a health potion. But uh, um, uh, here you go. Um, the, the mistress wants you to have these. So uh, they're the best I can do uh, in the circumstances. Please enjoy um, some health, hopefully. <laughs> Good. Thank you. Yes. Uh, if you drink those, you will uh, regain the effects of a minor healing potion, but you will also need to make a constitution saving throw. Just letting you know. All right. I'm going to hold on to it for right now because uh, we might not be running immediately <laughs> yeah, into combat. Y- y- yeah. Uh, um, 
thanks. Yes, of course. It smells really bad. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was, you know, um, my alchemical stuff was more prepared for the um, did, the, the did boom you... variety. Oh, oh okay. Uh, you didn't you didn't like fart in it or something? Uh, um, uh, looks back towards Belira, who just raises an eyebrow and smiles. I would never. I promise I would <laughs> I would never fart in a potion that might be consumed by one of my lady's employees. You sure? You've never farted in a potion before? Um uh make an intimidation check. You seem like you seem like a potion farter. <laughs> I've got a ten. I'm not a potion farter. I'm not a you're a potion farter. <laughs> I've got I've got expertise and insight. Can I make a check to see if he's a potion farter? Absolutely. <laughs> 21. He's a potion farter. He's 100% <laughs> a potion farter. Fart, farts in all the potions. Uh, you, you know, um, uh, uh, Talia, you, you, you can, you can, uh, yeah. I'm just going to pass the potion to Talia. Oh. <laughs> well, thank you. No. I won't say no to more potions. Mom, where did you yeah, find yeah. these weirdos? Well, dear sometimes you just gotta work with what you have and i know they seem interesting but they both come highly recommended they both have quite an interesting set of skills or are you meaning uh which ones are you meaning are you meaning them or are you meaning you you know you know trubs right you know, Trubs has been with me for for many years, do you? No, no, I I meant these two. Oh, good, yeah. Uh, and you see, Trubs the little goblin uh, looks over at you, Lonlin. Uh, you see fear in Trubs's eyes, uh, and but then Trubs bows. Uh, Miss Lonlin, a pleasure to meet you to to work with you as always. Damn it! Uh, I mean, you did. Uh, I'm sorry. I just don't like flubbing my words in front of you. Huh. You know, as long as you don't fart in my potion, I don't care. I would, I promise, I'm not a, I'm not a partial, a potion farter. You... Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. I uh-huh. believe uh-huh. that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, um, yeah. Uh huh. Right. Well, shall we get on with the um, with the uh, the job, as it were, the reason that I have brought you all together. I have here, and uh, she, sorry, you can just hear my dog shaking his head. I have here, and she gestures at one of the empty crates, something that needs to get somewhere else. Uh, Currently, as you know, we are, of course, in Bazerton, the slightly more industrial part of town below the cliffs to the north of the city. And this crate contains something that needs to go up the cliffs, uh, to the top, to uh, to Thariel's outlook, if you will. I have recruited you because, well, uh, she looks at Lonlin. Lonlin, I trust you to always endeavor to make Mama proud. And uh, I know you don't need the help. But I wouldn't want you to, I wouldn't want to risk a pretty little hair on your pretty little head 
without giving you at least some support. Uh, and she gestures at the other two. The uh, two of you, or three, Talia slash Belpone, I'm sorry. I, I never know if I should think of you as one or two. Well, I'll and let you decide that and have fun with the uh, decisions. Either oh. way does not oppose me. I love it. That's fantastic. Well, what a fun conundrum. So the two and a half of you then shall be uh, helping my dear daughter here secure this delivery, as it were. And I trust you to make sure that no harm befalls her. We will ensure to the best of our abilities to protect Lonlin. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, muscles, yeah. Um. She does have quite exquisite muscles and, if I may say, a beautiful beard. I love what you're doing with yourself, my dear. Let's, like, stroke her beard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, she wears it really well. Yes. Uh, so... Uh, if you would please, uh, and she kind of leads you towards the empty crate, which you did see was fully empty. Um, but as she kind of like waves her hand over it, some illusion uh, disappears and it's actually a much smaller crate. Um, and there is a small crate that is about like four foot on a side. Um, and there are air holes poked in the top. Uh, and on the outside are just the words, uh, live crabs. Uh, and she says, now it shouldn't surprise you, but of course these aren't actually crabs that we are transporting, but you do have paperwork should you need it. If you are confronted that you are in fact transporting live crabs. Everyone understand? Crystal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, crabs. Yes. And uh if if you hear any rustling from inside the crate, I would ask you to uh respect my privacy and not indulge your curiosity. And if you do, all I can say is that it might be a a shocking discovery what you see. Now, uh, any questions so far? Seems pretty straightforward. Just take the crate, deliver it, secure it. What? I already forgot. I'm sorry, I'm it, slow. Oh, it's it's, it's okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you hear uh, from my brains? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. No, um, um, I'll watch the muscles and I'll watch the crabs uh, and. Uh, uh, you got it, boss. We'll we'll make sure that we get the the package of of definitely crabs that we definitely won't look at. Definitely up to the the cliff, of course. without definitely looking. I love all of the qualifiers. Makes me feel very reassured. Now, if you'll excuse me, I would like a word with my daughter Solo, please. Of course. Uh, and she starts walking off into one of the uh, areas of the like warehouse that isn't lit, uh, but doesn't actually look at Lonlin, just walks knowing that Lonlin will follow. 
Yeah, Mama, she, do you follow? Absolutely. Yeah, she follows. Hey, hey, hey Talia, do you have those eggs? <laughs> yes, I can bring some up. <laughs> uh, in the shadows off to the side here, uh, Balira stands, uh, looks back towards the two other companions in the crate, and then looks at you, smiles. Mandia, thank you for doing this. You know I value your assistance and your participation in my affairs. It is, well, frankly, it does Mother proud to see her daughter stepping so fully into her own. Yeah, I mean, anything for you, of course. I mean, I... Good. Yeah. That is exactly the sentiment that I love and I just wanted to mention before we begin that of course I want you to know that everything I do I do for you you know that right dear yeah of course you're you're my mom why why wouldn't it be of course all the all the trials all the tribulations all, all the sacrifices that we make they're for you and your future. They're so that you can prosper and grow to be the the wonderful, wonderful woman that I know you will be. I want you to have every opportunity, my dear. She'll, she'll get a little bit teary-eyed, but like, like really, really proud as like her mom is saying this and she'll kind of look down and just kind of look bashful for a moment and just say, oh, I, I know. Now, I I want you to know that we are doing something slightly under the table, but it is not immoral, alright? And I want you to trust me on that. This is a good thing that we are doing. Look, of course, I mean, you wouldn't lie to me. Like, that's... No. I don't question that ever. I know, I just... I know that sometimes when I don't provide you with all the information, it can give the appearance of dissembling or maybe that what we are doing is in fact not right but I wanted you to be assured that I make sure that everything that I do is 100% moral and I don't want you to think any, any less of me well, no, I mean, you have your reasons. Like, yeah, these might not be crabs, but like, I mean, you have your reasons. Like, I'm not going to ask about it. It's fine. I trust you. My dear, that is one of the main reasons that I love you so much. The other, of course, is that you are a reflection of me. And I mean, who can help but love me, right? Yeah, of course. The- <laughs> yeah, and like the, the longer you look at Lana, like the more she like looks like her mom, like with the hair and the beard and shit. Like she's definitely trying to emulate her. <laughs> uh, Belira looks at you and says, "Right, well, don't let me keep you up. Uh, I know that you need your beauty sleep after you get a a good night's excursion in. So, tut tut, my dear." Yeah, of course. And she'll head back to the group. <laughs> She 
uh, as you're going, she uh, reaches a hand out, grabs your hand, gives it a gentle squeeze, um, and then she just turns away and begins walking out. Oh, and uh, she, as she's like turning, she says, oh, right, uh, your contact's name is Big Jim. All right? Big Jim. Uh, he, Big Jim shall meet you there. Uh, good luck, everyone. And uh, when you come back with the product delivered, and I receive assurance from Big Jim that said product has been delivered, well, you shall be compensated handsomely. Uh, she says this as she walks out of the door of the warehouse into the shadows, and you are left, the three of you, with this crate that says live crabs on the outside. Right. Well, you heard the lady. We should get going. So how are we going to be moving this? Are we going to be lifting it, carrying it with a caravan? Or what are the logistics? Well, I mean, it would be easier with a carriage of some kind. But I mean, with Seth here and, you know, between the two of us, I'm sure we could lift it. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm good at lifting. Uh, <laughs> you want me to, to lift something heavy for you? I could, I could lift something heavy for you. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Try get that okay. crate. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Is the crate heavy? Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, make an athletics check to see how heavy the crate is, because uh, Zeph might claim they're good at lifting or she's, she's good at lifting but uh she's she's more wiry oh no <laughs> uh with a nat one in athletics that's a oh, four no <laughs> uh, jeff you gotta lift this thing and i think you're really trying to show off and you don't bend with your knees you bend with your back and you try to lift up and this thing weighs probably about a hundred pounds and you just and you just feel like something in your lower back spasm uh and you just feel that like instant pain of, Ooh, I've lifted something badly. Uh, you take two points of damage of stress damage, straining damage, uh, Blood, uh, bludgeoning damage. I guess it's bludgeoning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, the crate, uh, just barely moves on the ground and you just hear a, a slightly metallic clang from inside as the crate gets jostled. Oh, ow. I, um, I, um, I didn't expect the crabs to weigh so much, not gonna lie. You should have lifted with your legs. Why did you lift with your back? Uh, uh, you know, I just wasn't, um, the, the beard and the cra- uh, ow. Hang on, ow. hang on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go find something to, maybe like a wagon, I don't know. I, I'm gonna go find something that we oh, can, yeah, that's, that's smarter. we can move yeah, it. You should, yeah. Uh, make an investigation check for me. Uh, and if someone wants to help, you could do it with advantage. Anyone? I, no? Sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, minus one here. Uh, that's I a three. Be... <laughs> Maybe I'll try rolling with a plus three. Okay. <laughs> that's a nine. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, you, I mean, the DC was going to be 10, but I think, <laughs> I think nine is close enough to find a wagon that you can find. It is not a great wagon and you look at it and it looks like it might hold a hundred pounds. Um, 
but I think that you get the sense that if like anything, like if it goes over a bad bump, you might be out of luck. Uh, so you have a wagon, but it's probably not the best wagon you've ever seen. <laughs> I think this is absolute win. Perfect. If we do fall with this, well, well, we get a bit of a show with seeing the shocking surprise within. No, th- this is going to get in there in one piece. Like this, this can't fail. This is going to happen. Um, uh, here, uh, is it now? Oh, hold on a moment. I'm going to switch from the comedy mask to the tragedy mask. I am so looking forward <laughs> to this now. <laughs> Tell you, you want to give me a hand to lift this in? I uh, oh, it is Melpomene uh, now. Oh, I can say my own uh, once Melpomene. I can say my own name correctly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, can, 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 can I? Can, can we just call you Mel? Is Mel okay? Mel is just fine. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, my back. Um, Do you want to have I, the potion? No. No. Are you sure? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Then no. I guess I'll just uh, pop mine off and uh, down the hatch it goes. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. I'm gonna drink it. All right, uh, make a con save for me. You do regain one d four plus, or two, sorry, two d four plus two. I was gonna say, is it only one d four? No, sorry. Okay, yeah. I got a fifteen. All right, a fifteen on your con save. You are absolutely fine. It tastes gross. It tastes like fart, um, but it does like it. Just kind of like it goes down and just it's basically just like a sour taste in your mouth. It makes you feel a little, little bit queasy, but after a moment that passes and you feel that flood of energy flow into you. <laughs> this is why we need prohibition <laughs> that is a very good call stop the potion farters <laughs> awesome uh, I don't know what you're talking I'm, about I'm, I'm, gonna ca- fine. I'm gonna cast cure wounds on myself okay <laughs> uh, okay 7 HP back nice uh, alright uh, so uh, with the two of you, I think it's you guys are able to get the crate into the uh, into the wagon, no problem. And you begin making your way out of Bazeton towards uh, the path up the cliffs. Um, as you're going, are you trying to go stealthily? Are you looking out? What you guys thinking? Lomlin's not about stealth, but she'll <laughs> go along with the party if it thinks if they think it's a wise idea. Oh. Yeah, I can I can be pretty quiet, and um, I know the roads really really well. Um, yeah, lead the way then. Yeah, I look forward okay. to seeing where this comes out. Just lead you with your knees, not with your back. <laughs> lead with your knees. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Zephyr's going to like crouch and stick her knees out and sort of look back towards Lonlin and, and like crook her head. Give the thumbs up. Okay. I, and swap back to Talia real quick. Oh, this is wonderful. You look like a chicken. Oh, 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 I mean, I was going for crab, but okay, chicken. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, and Zeph is going to streetwise crab walk chicken walk uh with a 17 on streetwise okay yeah absolutely i think with that you're able to kind of make your way to the walls of basin without any problem uh you find like you're going through kind of back alleys it's it is quite late in the in the 
in the evening or rather it's like early in the morning however you want to think about it and you're you do see like a couple of patrols of just city watch uh going past um but you're able to just like pause for a moment as they walk past and then you kind of lead your party through uh to anybody who was watching uh it would look like a very strange way of moving through the the city but uh, with a 17, I think you're able to avoid the notice of pretty much everybody other than like the occasional uh, like grandfather or grandmother sitting on a porch uh, in the dark. Uh, you know, <laughs> sometimes they can't see or they can't like uh, sleep at this time of night. So they kind of come out and they'll sit on their balcony or something. Uh, and you get like one like quizzical look uh, from this one old like wizened Goliath. Uh, who looks more like a raisin than a uh, rock and just kind of uh, like raises an eyebrow at you but doesn't say anything, doesn't raise an alarm or anything uh, and then just kind of goes back to rocking on this old rocking chair uh, and looking up at the sky. Uh, you guys make your way to the bottom of the cliffs and you find that there is in fact a path leading up the cliffs or you can take a longer route and walk around the cliffs. Uh, like you can kind of walk uh, to the east a little bit. No, sorry, to the west. Um, you can walk to the west and like kind of do a little bit more of like a, a switchback kind of thing, which will probably add about an hour to get to the top. Or you can walk a little bit more vertically up the cliffs, which is not like straight vertical. It is a switchback, but it's a lot shorter but it's also a less maintained route. Well, considering the uh, wonder that is our uh, cart, perhaps we shall take the longer route. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It's, uh, it's, it's Lonlin Skull, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll take the longer route. Yeah. Okay. Can, 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 do I still have to... The, the knees it's gonna be kind of hard going up the, the hill i'll do it if you if you want me to <laughs> no it's it's okay we'll you, you sure that energy yeah oh, okay okay <laughs> I, I want to but that would be mean <laughs> awesome uh so as you guys are making your way up the cliff uh what are you guys doing are you moving stealthily are you moving openly are you taking a lookout what are you guys thinking well, Lonlin, do you have a preference? Uh, again, Lonlin with her um, minus one intelligence and zero wisdom, she is, her mentality is just to like beeline it for it. But so if no one suggests anything, she's just going to keep to the main road and just go along. <laughs> All right, let's do it then. Okay. I, I just kind of subtly tap the uh, the tragedy mask again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man! Uh, can uh, one of you guys, whoever thinks they're going to take the lead, uh, who wants to make a perception check for me? I'm. I can. I can see stuff. All right. See with your knees, not with your back. <laughs> uh, uh, you know my my <laughs> um, Zeph is going to like lift up one of her legs and look at really hard, really hard at it for a second. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And and then like 
hold her leg in front of her, balancing on the other leg as she licks head. <laughs> and <laughs> dirty 20! Ooh! Let's, let's go! It works! Oh, Look with your knees! Oh, it's not working. I apologize. No, that's okay. Honestly, honestly, it's just as good. <laughs> okay. So uh Zeph looks with her knees and gets a, a dirty 20. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Uh with a dirty 20, uh, you see kind of two things. Um actually you see one thing and you hear another. Uh the thing you see is that as after about like 40 minutes of walking along this path, about you're about halfway up kind of towards like the top level of the cliffs. Um, and about a hundred feet ahead of you, you see um, some footprints uh, on the trail ahead of you that look fresh. It looks like there was a, a recent rain and you see uh, like four sets of footprints that seem to have walked through some mud. Um, but what's noticeable about them is that they were walking off through the sides of the road. They weren't walking uh, directly like along the path. And um, the thing you hear is from the crate, you hear again, a clanking um, of kind of metal hitting wood. And you just hear a, "Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm." Uh, and then it quiets down again. Oh, uh, that's a weird crab noise. What's a weird crab noise? Uh, you know, that one. Zeph points at the crate with her knee. Uh, mm. <laughs> you know... <laughs> all right. I was going to say this. I never promised I would not look. Shall I? You're not going to look. In... But why not? It could be so much fun. You are hired to do a job. Yes. Does so it you're not gonna, mean we... No, you're not going to go look. It's not your fucking place. <sighs> Fine. Oh, yeah, shit. Lundlund uh, dropping, dropping F-bombs. Yes. Uh, I guess we uh, definitely don't look. Uh, it's, uh, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, I understand. But I will keep my eyes simply on the, the road ahead. Yeah, 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 look, yeah Mel, look with your knees, Mel. <laughs> I don't quite think I have the same level of knees as you do. Are you, are you sure? I mean, I could, I could, I could help you. Let's let your knees focus on the road right now, and perhaps <laughs> all of this is over. We can try again. Okay, uh, Zeph. Uh, kind of as you turn back towards the road, you look towards those footprints that you see that you had seen, and you see a shadow. Uh, just duck behind a rock. Oh. Uh, hey. Uh, Lonlin? Hmm. Uh, uh, do, do you think there's going to be people who want to take our crabs away? I mean, maybe. They can fucking try. Uh, okay. Do, do, you, do, you, do you want me to, to stop them? Wait, there's someone here? Yeah. Where? Uh, point with her knees. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the knees. You've done this. <laughs> uh, as uh, you kind of point, um, you hear, uh, well, shit. Uh, and 
all right, they've made us. Come on out. Uh, and you see uh, a large bugbear um, followed by two smaller bugbears and a couple of kobolds uh, with like goggles on in front of their eyes. Uh, I'll step out onto the road. Well, I. What can uh, three fine travelers be doing up at this hour of the night? I don't think that's any of your business. I don't know who you are. I don't talk to strangers. Oh, well, I mean, I'm sure your mother (laughs) taught you not to talk to strangers. That's a, a very good thing for a mother to teach her daughter, isn't it? I'm going to slowly pull up my great axe (laughs) and hold it menacingly. (laughs) Uh, The bugbear, like the captain of the bugbears, looks at you uh, and says, All right, so that's how it's going to be. If you don't back off, I'm afraid so. (laughs) Well, see, now this is a bit of the issue. We'll back off if you leave the crate. This isn't a negotiation thing, you know. I'm not here to negotiate. All right. Well, neither are we. Uh, and, uh, Lonlin, make an intimidation check for me, though. Yay, she's actually good at that. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. I'm going to inspire that. <laughs> Allegedly. Oh, no. Uh, that is 16. <laughs> uh, 16. Okay. Uh, you watch as uh, one of the kobolds uh, fully like backs away uh, and the chief actually has to like reach out uh, and grab the kobold and say, no, don't you piss your pants now. You're sticking with me, all right? You want that dragon? We're fighting for it. Uh and he is just going to gesture. Um, and uh, the two bugbears on his side are going to start running forward. Can everybody please roll initiative? I'm sorry, did he say dragon? I don't know. We'll see. Good God. Uh, uh, I got a 16. Okay. Ooh, okay. Well, that roll that I got, it makes perfect sense considering that the kobolds are... Uh, intimidated. Uh, they rolled a natural one on their initiative. I'm oh, let's go. I'm going to say because they were intimidated and they rolled a natural one, they do not get a first turn. Nice. Ooh. Damn. Damn. <laughs> you scary. <laughs> uh, I got a 15. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. These, uh, these are not great rolls for my guys. Um, so sorry, uh, sixteen for uh, Talia. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, I'll uh, be, actually, I will be switching to Talia anyway. So yeah, that's perfect. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, fifteen for uh, Lonlin. Yes. Yeah. Okay, and uh, Zeph. I, I, I'm really I'm fast. I got a twenty-four. Oh Oof. my god. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Lonlin, uh, steps forward. Uh, this chief, uh, basically. In, like grabs one of his kobolds uh, gestures to his guards and as they even begin to move Zeph you you see the aggression aggression in their stand it is your turn to act well uh, I mean she warned you 
and I'm going to uh, blitz right out towards the leader. Okay. And I have got Dread Ambusher. I am a Gloomstalker. Oh, and so that is uh, that is going to be four attacks coming his way. Oh, my God. Oh, wait, sorry, three, three, three. Not an extra attack yet. Okay, so just just three. Because uh, I've got the Gloomstalker one, and I've got a bonus action extra attack. I'm two up and fighting, two rapiers straight out, and oh. whip crack. First one goes out. Uh, so it's going to miss with a 10, uh, but I'm going to inspire it, actually. I okay. I really... Oh, fuck. It's just, okay, it's a 10. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, but it was it you, was lower. I think you you swing out towards him, and he's wearing a like a trench coat, which I think covers the fact that underneath his trench coat there is a chain shirt. So you swing out and clang into his chain shirt, and he just kind of laughs at you. Oh, shit! Okay, I, to stab <laughs> through. Not okay. Got it. Thanks. And stab again. Uh, and that's gonna be a fifteen. Ooh, he doesn't have a shield, so fifteen just hits. Okay, then that is going to be uh, it's eight points of piercing damage plus an extra uh, one point of damage from favored foe, so nine piercing total. But there's also going to be an extra three points of force damage. Or sorry, no, piercing. Yeah, piercing. So twelve oh. total. Ooh, all right, very nice, uh, awesome. And I believe you have your third attack. I do. Yeah, the yeah. last rapier strike comes out, and that's a twenty-five. Uh, and that's going to be for nine points of piercing damage. Ooh. No extra. Ooh, 21. That is pretty substantial. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, he is made of hardy stuff. Um, and uh, as you slash out, he just looks at you uh, and is like, oh, quick one, huh? All right. Yep. Uh, and I'm going to bob and weave and uh, move away because I get an extra 10 feet of movement as well. Amazing. I'll, I'll provoke, I don't mind, uh, but I'm in a bob away. Uh, yeah, I think uh, he will take an attack on you, just with... Um, uh, I think he's actually just going to use his kobold as the one he's got in his hand. He's just going to swing out of his kobold. Uh, he <laughs> use the kobold as a weapon against me? He's just <laughs> using a kobold as a weapon. He doesn't. He's not proficient with improvised weapons or kobolds, so I'm going to give him disadvantage. Uh, that's a 7 plus 5, so 12, I, I think, is going to miss. Can I parry the kobold with my rapier? Yeah, you can. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I feel bad for the kobold, but that's exactly what's happening. <laughs> awesome. Sorry, little guy. Uh, just sorry. And then uh, dart away. Okay. Wow. Uh, what does parry do again? Or like you oh, like, oh no, I just meant flavor. Oh, yeah, I don't okay, actually cool. I'm not a I'm not a battle master. <laughs> I I was just like, alright, cool. Uh I forget what the maneuver does, but No, uh, Perry Perry just yeah. reduces damage if I I think is right. if I'm hit. Yeah. Okay. But I'm good. Yeah, that's yeah. that's it. Awesome. Yeah. Uh you slash out at the kobold who uh just uh was swung by his chief, uh and he just goes, No, oh god. Um and uh, Talia, it is now your turn, or Mel, whichever, no, whoever's uh, acting right now. At this point, um, Mel will uh, turn around and then swap uh, masks to uh, Talia, uh, and then just look over and then cry out, <laughs> I am so going to enjoy this! Uh, cracks her whip, uh, and then whips it towards the kobold that is currently being grappled, I guess, by um, the big boss. Uh, yeah. And then I will attack with it. Uh, that's a 24 to hit. Ooh, that'll definitely hit this little cobalt inventor guy. Perfect. Uh, actually, sorry, I was using a green uh, flame blade as I run up towards it. I cast a cantrip. 
<laughs> okay, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I sprint towards uh, the kobold and I crack the whip and the cold is still on this whip. So it deals an initial uh, 1d4 cold. Oh my so god. In to- oh my god, I did max damage there. Uh, 14 damage to the kobolds. <laughs> <laughs> this cobalt who has just tried to run away got grabbed by his chief swung at someone slashed with a, a rapier gets whipped um you see like the flash of cold uh fractures the goggles on the cobalt's face um and you just see his eyes roll back into his head as he falls limp in the chief's arms perfect actually that that works really well for me uh so two and things then- yeah. Uh, first up, the flame blade. Uh, as the whip slams into the kobold, uh, a secondary whip emerges from the handle and then strikes towards the uh, uh, the main main guy there uh, right. to deal an additional uh, three points of fire damage. Okay. Uh, perfect. Excellent. And um, then I'm sorry. <laughs> then no, I'm going to yeah. use my reaction to use the blood curse of the fallen puppet. So. <sighs> He, the, the kobold just dropped down to zero hit points. So I'm going to make that uh, creature make a weapon attack against uh, the big boy. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> In his own. Oh. Amazing. So it'll this... amplify that so he gets a plus three to hit. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, make an attack roll. Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, um, so what's the he... bonuses? Well, so he is a um, he is a cobalt inventor. So there's kind of two things he could do. Uh, he could just lash out with a dagger, uh, or he does he could like throw one of his inventions. Let's uh, do that. <laughs> okay. Uh, and so be- in that case, roll me a d8. Okay. 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 Yeah. I roll the one. Okay. Uh, that is acid. Um, so uh, he's going to. Like this puppet, this cobalt that roll, like their eyes roll back, they fall limp, and then almost like instantly they're like marionetted as if they're like being pulled by these invisible strings. And you watch as like they reach into their belt pouch, pull out this flask with their eyes still milky white, uh, unstop it, and then just like almost without looking at the chief, just hurl this acid in the chief's face. He's got a plus four to hit, so that'll be a plus seven with your heightened. Uh, so why don't you roll that for me? Because he's a kobold, does he also have pack tactics? Oh my god, he does. <laughs> you, yeah, you do. Alright, yeah, I would allow it. Go for it. Alright, well, uh, there's a 15 on the die then in that case. Okay, yeah, you absolutely hit. Uh, roll 2d6. That's monstrous. Oh my god. <laughs> First time playing yeah, yeah, Blood Hunter. They're fun. Uh, eight. Eight. Whew. Uh, you. <laughs> this puppeted uh, kobold unstoppers his acid, throws it in the face of his chief who, like, drops him, screams, and says, Ah, Jeremy! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy! Uh, and, uh, you now have a puppet Jeremy. Um, <laughs> he's he's who, done. I, I just used oh. him for that brief moment, but that, oh, was, that, okay. that was a lot cool. of fun. Alright, yeah. Uh, he throws the acid in his chief's face he gets dropped and as he's dropped uh the puppet it's like the strings that were holding him animate get snapped get cut and he just falls limp to the ground uh and uh Lonlin, it is now your turn 
I wanted a lighthearted session. <laughs> Very lighthearted. <laughs> because his heart is no longer relevant. Uh, I'm going to um, attack the the chief guy, the guy who looks like he's in charge of things. So I'm going to first of all rage, and then. Um, I've never played a barbarian before, so I'm sorry if I get this wrong, but I'm can I use frenzy attack as I rage or well, as, uh hang on. You started by raging, so you're playing a barbarian right already. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I think the answer is no, because I'm pretty sure they both require a bonus action. Oh, you're, you're a berserker, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. right. I'm uh, bad. Right. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. I'm going to make an attack with my great axe. Um, that is 19 to hit. Uh, 19 uh, absolutely hits. Okay. Uh, and remember to add plus two because of your rage bonus. Yes, and I am going to attack non-lethally. So give me one sec. Um, oh, there's still a little bit of Lonlin in this older, in this young version. That's 11 points of slashing. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're. I think you're like slashing for the legs. Uh, Eleven. This guy is looking incredibly rough. Um, it looks like you've probably like in these like a few attacks, well, several attacks. You've probably taken out like two thirds of this guy's ability to stand upright. And she's just gonna say, "Who the fuck sent you?" And that'll be my turn. <laughs> okay, perfect. Uh, the chief is now gonna go is going to look at all of you and just say, right, no one sent... Come on, Marcus, get that voice. <laughs> right, uh, uh, it was kind of like a southerly. All right, no one sent us, right? We are the rightful owners of that dragon, and we are going to take it back. Uh, and he's just going to then um, make two melee attacks on the person who's up in the mix, which happens to be Lonlin. Uh, and you see they are going to pull out a little staff from beside and just start wailing on Lonlin. Uh, first one, uh, 23 to hit. Well, my AC is only 14, so I think that's a hit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Perfect. Uh, you take 8 plus 3. You take 11 points of piercing damage on the first one. Mm -hmm. Or slash or uh, bludgeoning damage, sorry, because he's just using a, a uh, like a He's not actually using a, a sword. Um, so, 11 points of piercing or bludgeoning damage, and then, which is halved because you're raging. So, oh, five. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, no worries. Uh, and then 15 to hit on the second one, mm -hmm. which will be uh, 9 plus 3 is going to be 12 down to 6 points of bludgeoning damage. Um, and uh, then is going to. Uh, just uh, call out to his two companions and just say get the dragon and go uh, and that's his entire turn um, and then the two little bugbears little bugbears six and a half foot tall bugbears who are oh, beside so him yeah so little so cute uh, are going to move past they are going to uh, go past uh, Lonlin, so they would provoke an opportunity attack. They will move past Talia, but I believe, Talia, you've already used your reaction. I'm using my reaction. Perfect. Uh, that's a nat one. <laughs> 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 Lonlin, I'm trying! 
Lonlin, <laughs> uh, I think you just see, like, you the bloodlust in your eyes, you're focused so much on the chief that you don't even really register the two other bugbears moving past you until it is too late. And it just kind of like in a backswing, you just swing past, but you're like four foot wide as this blood rush, it, like bloodlust is just filling your eyes and making it hard to see where things are going. Um, and then uh, they would have to move past Zeph as well. I don't know if you have a reaction. I still do, yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, uh, I'm going to swing out with the rapier and I've got uh, 18. Okay. Uh, 18, you're going to hit one of them for sure. Nice. 11 yeah. points of piercing damage. And sorry, is this the big bugbear? Uh, no, this is. these are the two small ones that are two moving Two small past. ones. Okay. I mean, if you want to hold on to your reaction, you could. But you're also no, I know. I'm just uh, uh, I'm just looking at favored foe. Um, oh, is all. I see. Yeah. Okay. So I've still. Uh, yeah. Okay. So it's just eleven then. Okay. Perfect. Um, yeah. You slash out at this uh, one of the bugbears who runs past. Just says, "Ow, hey, that hurt, man." Uh, then they're going to like run past <laughs> you. Good. Good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and together they're going to pick up. Um, yeah, they're going to pick up the crate and just start moving back down the path uh, but picking up the crate was their action so they're only about 20 feet away from Zeph and 30 feet away from the rest of y'all uh, and the kobolds were too intimidated one of them is unconscious on the ground or potentially dead um, and the other one is uh, just standing there you can see a little bit of a wet stain on the front <laughs> of their pants um, and they just like ah uh, yeah um 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 uh, and now it's back to Zeph that was their entire turn <laughs> uh uh hey um so somebody should probably watch the the uh, just me oh shit okay uh and zeph is gonna look over towards the crate and say okay uh don't fail me now dad and i'm gonna reach out and cast levitate on the crate oh god okay thanks to my air genasi heritage absolutely it doesn't get a saving throw since it's an object um i, know. I, I guess if the creatures that are holding it want to make saves they can but i can lift up to 500 pounds and levitate so you can lift up to 500 pounds i'm gonna give these guys an athletics check to hold on basically as this thing starts like rocketing 20 feet up into the air which they were not expecting uh so they're gonna each make an athletics check they each have plus two uh I would say one of them uh, goes up 10 feet and then uh, unfortunately lets go uh, and is going to take uh, five points of damage. And I believe that was the one that you already slashed because that's kind of fun. Uh, lands onto his butt on the ground. Um, but the other one is managing to hold onto the crate, which is now 20 feet up in the air. Hey, this ain't cool, man. I I'm afraid of heights, all right? Uh, just uh, let us down. Uh well, uh, I, I'm I'm afraid of Lonlin, and so um, I, I'm not. No, I can't. I'm sorry. I can Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, anything else on your turn, Zeph? Nah, that's it. All right, perfect. Uh, Talia. Alrighty. Uh, I'm going to look at the situation and uh, a bit of surprise at Zeph's uh, creative use of levitate. Uh. Lonlin, do you think you can handle this one? You leave him to me. <laughs> okay, I love that voice. Let's go! Uh, and I'm running towards the uh, the fallen, one of the guys that's still in the air. 
Uh, okay. And I'm going to rush towards him, and hopefully I can leap five feet in the air and then strike him, because I have a ten-foot reach. Or Absolutely. do I have to jump ten feet? Yeah. The object is 20 feet up. He's like six and a half feet tall, so at least the bottom of his feet are like, they're only like 14 feet above the ground, so you can easily do that. You can reach like towards his middle and stuff. Perfect. Sure. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I'll, I'll sprint towards him and then just kind of whip directly at his uh, at his kind of like leg. Get down from there! Please! Fall down! I just don't want to drop. Please, I'm sorry. I just, oh, well, let go if you let me down slowly. I have already made the attack, unfortunately. I know. <laughs> uh, 14. I, mean, I, I can probably find a way to let you down slowly. <laughs> uh, 14. Uh, you, he also doesn't have a shield, so you hit. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in that case, the damage is going to be 9 slashing and then 2 cold damage. Okay, another 11. Beautiful. Uh, awesome. you, you know, sorry about that. You just didn't <laughs> respond fast enough, is all. Sorry, my, I've been working on it, but I'm I'm not very quick-witted. Um, That's uh, quite all right. Slow. My dad always said I was an imbecile. I'm sorry. Oh, now I'm feeling bad. <laughs> it's okay. He was oh, an man. asshole. I killed him. Oh, oh that's good. Oh, <laughs> that's good, I suppose. Um, yeah, showed him. I was quicker than him. Oh. Wait a second. Are you... Elfish Presley? <laughs> I recognize that voice. <laughs> no, I just, I emulate him. I just, uh, he's been a bit of an inspiration. He's a young thing. He's barely out of diapers now, but, uh, I mean, do fish wear diapers? I don't even know. It's an expression. But, <laughs> uh, but, uh, man, he got, what, what, a what a set of pipes on that kid. Oh, I man. know, I, I went to one of his uh, earlier concerts, back when he was still in uh, his primary school. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to drag this on. Oh Perhaps God. you can just fall. <laughs> oh, I'm not letting go, sorry. <laughs> uh, I mean, okay, I can drop concentration at will. Okay, I mean, drop it's the egg onto absolutely him. Absolutely, uh, Am I smart enough to realize that would hurt the crate? Let's find out. Yes, I'm not going to do it. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah, he's just dangling there, holding on for dear life. Uh, Longlin, it is now your turn. I'm clearly going to attack this bugbear again, um, and I am going to frenzy this time. So okay. if he's not down the first swing, he hopefully will go down the second swing. Very likely. Um, that is... Uh, that is... 12 to hit. I'm assuming that misses. Unfortunately, 12 does miss. Yeah. Okay. Bonus action. I'm going to sneak in. Uh, that is 15 to hit. 15 does just hit. Oh, thank God. Okay. Um, is 13 slashing. Okay. Uh, 13 slashing. Unfortunately, he is still up but just barely. Um, looks like uh, any more, like pretty much any hit from any of you is going to take this guy down. Okay. Uh, that, that'll that be my turn. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Uh, you slash out at this guy. Well, look, just if you let us go, uh, he says this as he's like holding on to like a, a cut in his side through his chain shirt. Look, just, we just won the dragon. We ain't got no problem with you. All right, just... We're gonna go. Just let us go. 
All right. We 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 don't have a dragon. We we only have crabs. I'm sure you do, but I don't need to know anything about your sex life. <laughs> oh my god! Whoa! Oh. <laughs> how much is that burn? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I guess I'll make a dexterity saving throw for that hellish rebuke. Oh, <laughs> I'd fail. Oh no! I mean, it's not actually hellish rebuke, but feel free, whatever you want. I'm gonna take two points of fire damage. <laughs> Sure. I'll, hey, I'll let him burn his reaction to do that. That's fun. Oh man. <laughs> uh, he's just saying, "Look, that was stole that dragon. We raised that dragon. We built it. We raised it. It's stolen from us. All right. So just give it back." Uh, but he is going to take two swings at Longland. Um, he's gonna take a first swing. Uh, oh, he's gonna miss. Gonna miss both times. Uh, I think is just in so much pain. Uh, just uh, uh, and goes wide both times. Uh, it is the bugbear's turn. The one that is on the ground, uh, I think, is gonna stand up, assess the situation, call out, "Hey, sorry, boss!" Uh, and then is just going <laughs> to use the rest of his movement uh, and also his uh, action to dash. Um, he would have to move outside of uh, Talia's range reach uh, if you want to make an opportunity attack. Just saying. Oh. I don't know how evil Talia is. It's um, up to you, my friend. I'm just going to roll a d20 real quick on an odd number of attack. All right. Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm attacking. All right. Absolutely. I, okay, I'm glad I got an out one for this. The one that <laughs> I'm okay with. Uh, you, uh, like, you do go to attack with your whip, but um, I think what happens is, you know, whips are great if you know how to use them. But even masters can make mistakes. Um, and I think you try to like whip out and maybe like trip him. Uh, and you, in fact, you instead just like whip around a rock, um, which like starts coming back towards you as you pull the whip. Uh, oh, like no. it's like gradual. Can you just make a dexterity saving throw on that nat one? Yeah. Yeah. That's a 24, though. Okay, perfect. Yeah. No problem at all. This rock comes sailing right past your head, and you just kind of like effortlessly like turn to one side. Um, and the rock just all over the cliffs and down in the way. Uh, oh, that's going to make someone have a bad day. <laughs> oh, I wish I could see it. Uh, that first bugbear is just running away. The second bugbear is going to use his action to climb on top of the crate, hopefully get away from the whip and also be a little bit more secure than just hanging below it. Uh, well, uh, just... If you can let me down slowly, we, I'm sure we can talk about this. All right, just uh, no need to be... Um, okay, let's do this. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, he's going to use his action to dodge, uh, I guess, because I don't think... I think he could climb without a, with a free action to climb up. Uh, and then he's just going to take his action to dodge in case someone throws something at him. Um, and the kobolds, there's one left. Who is going to go? Um, and I'm just going to make a little morale check. Uh, he's If he rolls... Uh, 10 or below he's gonna be a little bit too intimidated and he's gonna go he rolled a natural one uh, <laughs> oh, so kobold, man. The, this kobold uh, has just seen his fellow companion uh, whipped to death um, puppeted in a weird way <laughs> um, and then is unconscious on the ground 
sees one of the other bugbears running away, another bugbear trapped on top of a levitating crate. The chief is about to die. This this one kobold, you watch as the wet stain on the front of his pants gets a lot bigger. Uh, <laughs> and he just says, um, and then kind of looks towards the crate. Um, Sparkles, I love you. Uh, and then just runs away. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, that is, uh, he's just going to use his entire action to dash, to run away, because uh, he is super scared, um, but does get out one little word of love. And Zeph, it is now your turn. Okay, so you want me to put you down? You're, you promise you're not going to, uh, you, you promise you're not going to attack us? Oh, uh, uh, you know, I mean, if it means I don't fall to my death, then uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy not to attack. Okay, just, don't make the nice... Uh, the, the, the nice jester whip you again, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna l uh, lower the box. Okay, perfect. Uh, the bugbear like is like white knuckling the edge of the box. As soon as uh, it is on the ground, I'm gonna have him burn his reaction. When he's like five feet off the ground, he just jumps off the the box, puts his hands up. Oh, I'm just um, look, we can talk. Uh, I just I hate heights. I just really hate heights. So all right. Okay. Uh, anything uh, else? Then, uh, yeah, yeah. Just, just, uh, just hang out there. On, <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, bad. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Zeph is gonna turn and, and glower at <laughs> the other bugbear that insulted her and say, "Hey, you said something stupid, but but not the thing about me. No, that would. I mean, that was clever. But the thing, the other thing, you said that you you made the dragon, but also that you." Raise the did you did you did, did you fuck a dragon? Oh Bro, I I didn't know that alright. Look, I didn't fuck no dragon, alright? I, I just I mean I could. Um believe me, I could. I'm what? I'm very uh, this is yeah, the wrong uh -huh, voice. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh sure, again, sure you could. Yeah. Um Well I say I I just um I, I could, I'm sure I could, but uh no I look all right, we we made sparkles and we raised her from from infancy. We she's all right. Full disclosure, she's not like a normal natural dragon. She is like a, a construct, but we, we she's got sentience. She's like her, her own creature, and she's ours. She's oh. ours. Oh, okay. But uh, Lonlin, is is she theirs? <laughs> you're calling me. You're calling my mom a thief. She's not. A no, 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 no. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, okay. Sorry, sorry. It, it doesn't belong to you anymore. I'm gonna reaction. Just change masks to tragedy. Okay. <laughs> That's the end of Zeph's turn. That's all I've got. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Mel, it is now your turn. Uh, one bugbear is surrendered. One bugbear is running away. The goblin is running away, and this chief looks like he's almost almost gone. So, Lonlin, I, I know that you have uh, this idea of what your mother is, but are you sure? Are you certain? She wouldn't lie to me. Like, I, I don't understand. Like, if, if she did steal it, it was probably for a good reason, right? Like, he, he probably had something awful planned. Did they? What were you doing with the dragon? We were going to sell it, of course, make a profit. But, I mean, well, that was the initial plan when we built it, but it was, I, we just kind of fell in love with it. But, all right, look, I might have, I might have put her up as a token 
for a bet that I lost, but that still she's mine. I shouldn't have done it, and I regret it. All right? I regret it, and I want her back. I want her back. So I'm taking her back because I shouldn't have done something stupid like that. So, yeah, it's my fault, but she is mine, and I'm taking her. I'm just going to kind of wait. I'm not going to do anything for my turn. Uh, I'll, put, I'll, I'll put my foot on the guy that's like uh, with his hands up, but okay. I will leave this decision to Lonlin. All right, and Lonlin, it is your turn. So let me get this straight. You lost a bet. And yeah. M- did my mom win it fair and square? I don't understand. Yes. All right. She might have been the other person involved in the bet. She might have beat me at a game of cards. But look, I mean, I just, I, I was drunk and I, I shouldn't have done it. All right. I just, I love sparkles and not like just in general. I mean, like the dragon sparkles is in the crate, but. Look, all right, she won it fair and square. All right, you you got me, but I want her back, and I'm. How's this a fucking conversation? (laughs) You accuse her of stealing, and then she won it fair and square. How is this a conversation? I I accused her of having something that I wanted, or that was mine. All right, and if we if we woke Sparkles up this moment, and and brought her before Balira or myself, well. I know Sparkles would choose me, so... All right, she's mine. Even if I don't own her, she's mine. I'm fucking sick of this conversation. (laughs) Look, you either leave now with your life, and we keep the dragon, or I'm going to take you down now. There is no option here. Make an intimidation check with advantage. Ah, that is... Oh, dirty twenty! You see the fight go out of the chief. He drops his uh, like club onto the ground, uh, and says, "All right, we'll we'll leave, but can I? Can I just? Could I just?" Say goodbye to, to Sparkles once, please. And then I promise I'll go. I won't try anything stupid. All right. I won't try to take her. But I just I just want to say goodbye. I deserve that much, alright? You don't deserve shit, but make it quick. Thank you very much. Uh and uh the chief carefully walks past you, uh, and goes over to the crate, uh, and just puts a hand on it. Sparkles, uh, um, I'm really sorry. I, I done fucked up. All right, I, I, I thought I, I thought I could win it, and you know, I, I thought if, if I put something as valuable as you up, then I could, um, maybe. Well, I'm sorry. She read my bluff, and I'm, I'm just really sorry. Uh, but, uh, you'll always be my little sparkles. Uh, and then, uh, you see like tears flowing down his face. Uh, and he just like, like booking it away, uh, crying his eyes out, uh, and just like 
running down the path and you see this other bugbear currently with like Mel's foot on his back say, right, so uh, you can, can go. I go? Yeah. All right, thanks. <laughs> uh, and he just starts running away. Chief, wait up. Chief, chief, wait up. Uh, and the bugbears run away. And you have, in fact, successfully avoided this confrontation. There is a cobalt and unconscious on the ground in front of you. Um, it's up to you whether you can, like, I would say if you want to, you could stabilize him or you could push him off a cliff. What you guys think? <laughs> okay, Marcus. Uh, your suggestion is. Lighthearted <laughs> session. Marlon? <laughs> uh, 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 do we have one of those fart potions? <laughs> yes, we do. Oh my god. <laughs> chug, chug, chug! Let's go! Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, hey, just because this is kind of fun, Longlin, can you roll me a d20? This You're going to roll the con save for this thing. It's got a plus one. Oh no, I've been rolling shit today. Um, oh, that's a 14 on the die. Okay. A 14 on the die. Uh, the cobalt inventor opens uh, their eyes, uh, looks around at you. Uh, there's like a flood of healing potion that has like given them life again. Uh, oh, God, that tasted foul. Oh, God. Oh, oh, thank you so much. Um, oh, where? Okay. Um, hi. Uh, can I go? You can go. Thank you very much. Um, okay, that's uh, just so casual. And um, I didn't see anything. I have no memory. I went out for a walk on the cliffs, and that is this. That is everything that happened. I went out for a walk on the cliffs, and bye. Uh, and starts walking away quickly uh, as soon as he's like ten feet away from everybody. Just starts like picking up pace and then booking it. <laughs> Uh, and running away. It was a, a good decision to come and work with all the you two again. <laughs> I quite love it here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lon Lin. <sighs> yeah. Um, I, I, I thought we were smuggling crabs. Well, I mean, that the paperwork says crabs. Okay, it's, then it's crabs. It's obviously not. I thought. Okay, but you said it's crabs. <laughs> what it isn't 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 relevant. It we're just here to do a job. Okay. If that's if, uh, all there is to it, then yes. Then, then uh, I guess we do the job. Lonlon's <sighs> gonna go to the crate and open it. <laughs> okay. Uh, you open the crate, you pry open the lid, and you see underneath uh, a small layer of like uh, sawdust and wood shavings, you see this brass uh, clockwork machine um, full of like all of these segmented uh, scales and like gears. Well, it looks like a dragon. It looks like uh, this mechanical dragon with like hinges and leathery wings. Um, and it appears to be sleeping currently. 
okay, well, you know, it's not crabs, but it's still hers and she can do with it as she pleases. And we're just going to yeah. finish the delivery. That's all we're going to do. And yeah. Yeah. Do you think it likes eggs? <laughs> I'm taking an egg out of my pocket. I was saving this one for later, but but maybe maybe it wants an egg I mean, it's in a, this trying time. It's not real, you know. It's it's not a real dragon. But uh, okay. Do you want an egg? You, you've just been carrying that in your pocket. Yeah, a pocket pocket egg. egg. Yeah. <laughs> Is there lint on it? <laughs> no, I'm clean. Is it cooked? I have crabs. Is it raw? Eggs. I, I mean, you gave it to me. That's a valid point. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this conversation is happening. Lonlin's like resealing the crate. And, like, it's... Schrodinger's egg. <laughs> Both cooked and not cooked? Yes. Until, until somebody bites into it? Yeah. Either until someone bites into it or until someone hits it with something oh, and it might no. break. Uh, <laughs> until then, it is both cooked and uncooked. And as the uh, effects of this are talked amongst yourselves, you continue your, your journey and you eventually make your way up to uh, the top of the cliff and Thariel's outlook. A stone tower uh was once a like an outlook post but is now more of like a tourist destination um and it is closed currently uh at this time of night but uh it's only just like uh it's just a door uh but there are windows that are actually uh that don't have any glass in them so it's able to get in and um as you kind of approach you see silhouetted on the top of the tower just a small uh like pointy-eared person uh just a shape looking out over the moonlit bay uh that is, expands outwards from New Republica um and as you approach this figure uh turns looks down at you and Oh, well, we have visitors um, and smiles. Uh, it's hard to see, but you just catch a glint of moonlight on their teeth. Uh, they snap their fingers and then they appear directly in front of you. Um, oh, you have what I'm after? I mean, you have my crabs? Uh, I'll hand the paperwork over. Oh, yes, of course. Well, I'm Big Jim, and um, you see this, like, three-foot-tall gnomish guy with a bit of a paunch. Uh, so, um, everything seems to be in order. Did you inspect my crabs by any chance? No, no. We, uh, we, we just brought the crate here. Good. Did you have any trouble on the road? No. I mean, no, 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 not, not, not yeah, yeah, no, oh, no. Excellent. 
Uh, can you guys both, uh, one of you guys make me a deception check with advantage, or you can both make one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lynn, do you want to do it? I, I can do it. Okay. I got a plus three. Um, oh, I got a negative one, so oh, you... that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, am I rolling for the both of us? Yeah. Okay. You can roll with advantage. I roll with advantage. Uh, thank God, because one was a nat one and the other was a nat 20. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. god. Somehow that, that was convincing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's like this moment where like, I think like the three of you kind of are like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Like you're kind of like, what are you saying? But Big Jim just smiles at you. Uh, well, good, good. Thank you very much. Well, I shall. Uh, and they pause for a moment, hold up a finger. Uh, and you see them uh, just like, bring out a little bit of paper, which they fold into a paper airplane. They whisper into it and then they just send it out over the cliff and it flies down. Well, your um, employer will know that you've in fact done the service you were requested with success and aplomb. What an easy task. Oh, it's lovely. And now I'm going to go for a ride uh, and uh, goes over to the crate, uh, knocks on it, and like in a weird kind of like specific pattern and you see the crate falls open and there is a dragon, a clockwork dragon in front of you, not crabs at all. Oh my God, I would have never known there was a clockwork <laughs> dragon there. Long and fake gasps. With the natural 20, uh, Big Jim seems incredibly convinced that you guys, in fact, are surprised. Uh, smiles. Yes, you weren't expecting that, were you? You thought it was crabs. <laughs> uh, and then uh, just like turns a key on the back of the Clockwork Dragon. You watch it. Uh, it starts like animating gear, starts spinning. Uh, and then it just kind of shakes itself. And uh, Big Jim... Uh, looks at it and says, oh, we're going to have all the much fun in the world. Uh, and then swings onto the back, says, ta-ta, and is going to just like start like directing the dragon to like run towards the cliff face uh, and then jump off and spread its wings. Say hello to Belira for me. Uh, and then just starts flying away. Well, all uh, right. I, I mean, he, he seems really happy. Uh <laughs> That, that that's a good thing, isn't it? Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's like nothing that's bad's really gonna happen. Strange crab. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird looking. I've crab. never seen crab with wings before. True. <sighs> you know, I've realized something. I think I'll I won't ever see that single dragon again. Maudlin, you might not be so lucky though. Tragedy mask. I am so <laughs> looking forward to that. <laughs> perfect. As this moment of uh, perfect segue comes in, we see the camera pull back. The three of you stand on the top of the cliffs at Thariel's Outlook, looking out over the bay in front of you and the city sprawling out below you. The river bisecting the city. Um, towers beginning to get erected. Some a little bit taller than they were last year. Um, but in general, this city is contained by its walls. And for most of you, this feels like home. And 
as we kind of come towards the end of this, uh, the next scene we come to, you have reconvened in that warehouse. Uh, it is just about sunrise, and Belira comes in and says, Well, well done, you three. Looks at uh, Talia slash Mel and a half. <laughs> I have heard that uh, the shipment went off without issue, and I am very pleased. Uh, you know, it's always better to have over caution, more caution than is needed in these situations, right? So I'm glad that it was an easy job, but please do not think that your services will therefore be not recompensed as per our initial agreement. You are, of course, rewarded handsomely, and she holds out uh, three bags of gold um, and kind of tosses them towards each of you. Uh, tosses one to Zeph, uh, says, Zeph, young miss, always a pleasure, and I do enjoy a display of showman of swordsmanship. Swordswomanship, oh. I apologize. That Oh, that, that's okay. Um, th- thanks. You're, uh, your daughter's really impressive. She uh, is, ain't she? Yeah, she's got a nice beard. She does have a nice beard. It's really coming in nicely, isn't it, dear? And Talia? Yes? Melpone? Melpone? <clears throat> uh, apologize. Uh, Mel. Yes, that that is completely fine. Exactly. Whatever you wish to call me. I don't have a problem with it. You know, you're quite the characters, and frankly, I, I find you intriguing. And if you ever wanted to, uh, well, work with us again, looks kind of back at Zeph and includes both of you, you are, of course, welcome. You are spectacular. I very much appreciate your services. Oh, oh yeah, just, just less less whips, please. Oh yes, no, the whips leave for the others. Don't all. Oh, okay, okay. Now, yeah, you can whip other people. We don't need that, to know about your right. sex life here. Again, Zeph just shakes her head and blushes and looks down at the ground. Now, if you have any questions, you are of course welcome to ask them of me. But if not, thank you very much for your service, and I shall have just a moment with my daughter. Of course. Lonlin, it was a pleasure. I saw her off. She's like, goes to like give a handshake, and then it's like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) She'll she'll offer her hand out to Zeph, though, and Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Zeph will, will take Lonlin's hand and, and shake it. Wow, you're strong. She'll, like, crush her hand a little bit. Let's show you their knees. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I won't forget. Um, I, I, um, I, um, yeah. All right, well. She'll wait to the two of them and 
follow her mom. <laughs> I'm already, oh. I'm already gone. Oh, okay. Uh, bye. <laughs> um, your mom uh, leads you out of the warehouse uh, and to a horse-drawn carriage that is waiting out there. Uh, you see, it's a fairly fancy carriage. There's a fair amount of gilding on the side, and Lonlin, you know that this is not your mom's carriage. This is a new carriage. If it is, like it's, you've never seen this carriage before. Oh, uh, this is swank. <laughs> indeed, my dear. Only the best for us. Now, don't tell your father, of course. This is, um, well, he would find it distasteful. He would think that it's maybe a little bit of a waste, if you will. But I always want you to feel taken care of, like the wonderful daughter that you are. How much did this cost? We don't need to go into those particulars at the moment, my dear. Just know that no price is too high for you, my dear. Now, if you'll join me inside, uh, and you see that uh, Trubs is up on the uh, like the driver's seat. Uh, he's got like a, a top hat now, uh, and he kind of tips it to you as you come out. Uh, Miss? Please. Oh, uh, oh uh, he hops down from the driver's seat and opens the door. Uh, sorry, and then he like kneels on the ground to become a step up. Uh, oh. <laughs> Anything God, I can do? Uh, she's gonna step over him because she'll <laughs> absolutely crush him and just like get into the wagon. Uh, your mom follows you in, doesn't step over Trubs. Uh, in fact, does step on him, uh, but is fairly dainty in her steps with this long flowing train behind her. Um, as she sits in, she just says, Trubs, dear, take us just around the park, please. Uh, uh, yes, miss, of course. Uh, Trubs closes the door, climbs up, uh, and you, the carriage starts moving away. Now, oh, my dear, I just wanted to give you a bit of a tour as the sun arises. This is the quietest, well, not necessarily the quietest, but maybe the prettiest and stillest time of day. And I just wanted to share it with my lovely, lovely daughter. Well, thank you. We don't, we don't get to spend a lot of time together. So that means a lot. Yes. I, I'm so busy, you know, and uh, it's just, you're right. It's, we should do this more often, but, when you do such good work, I mean, you need to be rewarded. So I just wanted to say I appreciate you taking that box of crabs so safely up to the outlook. What was the dragon for? Uh, she leans back and you see this like shift in her facial features this like pleasant calm uh like loving outlook disappears for a moment and there's this flash of cold it's not anger it is like just pure like calculating cold and then a moment later her warm smile is back so you looked in the crate did you dear 
Well, he couldn't wait to show it off when we delivered it. Oh, of course. Uh, make a deception check for me. With, yeah. I'm going to say disadvantage because your mom knows you. Okay. Oh, no. Um, that's not one. <laughs> that's a... <laughs> uh, you see that coldness uh, come over her face again, and this time it does not disappear. Monlin, I am your mother, and I know you intimately. If you think you can pull the wool over my eyes, you are sorely disappointed. She stamp, or she like stamps on the top of the carriage. Trubs, we're stopping here. Uh, the carriage comes to a halt. Your mom opens the door for you and gestures and says, "Come back when you learn some manners." Uh, and then waits for you to exit the carriage. I. I see. You know, I'm, I'm kind of used to you not answering questions. It's fucking bullshit. And she'll step out. Watch your language, dear. And she'll slam the door closed. <laughs> uh, you slam the, the door closed uh, and you just hear a tap tap from inside and Trubs uh, begins moving the carriage away. And as he does, he just kind of looks at you uh, and just kind of gives you a what can you do kind of expression. Um, and you are left as the sun rises over New Republica to watch your mum moving away in this beautiful gilded carriage. And that is where we're going to leave it for this week. another exciting adventure in the Dirty Twenties, wherein we will explore an element of Lisette's backstory. Will we get a glimpse of what a Lisette untouched by the archives looked like? Will we see her struggling to survive the archives? And if not, where will our exciting adventure take place? Tune in to find out! In the meantime, visit www.dirty20spodcast.com, all spelled out to be the best clockwork dragon ever created. If you want to contact us, you can send us an email at dirty20spodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, and if you send us any fan art, we'll be sure to add it to the website. I would also like to apologize for the delay in releasing this episode. Would you believe that a guard drake ate my homework? No? Well, regardless, thank you for your patience and for sticking with us. We hope that our silly little podcast brings you some joy in these trying times. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe on whichever podcasting app you use. My name is Marcus Stusik. My players were Craig Chapman, Richard Chapman, and Toby McGowan. Until next time, friends, stay safe, stay kind, and don't take any wooden nickels or 
Clockwork Dragons. Marcus, no! Hang on. Yeah, I want to bite the egg. Oh God! Okay. Yes! Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna do uh, exactly what Cricket did. Uh, you're gonna roll a d20. Odds. It is a brought a raw egg. Even it is a cooked egg. Um, but the important <laughs> okay. part is, either way, there is a shell on the egg still. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. I understand. <laughs> Which oh, one? it's odds! No. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. You go to bite into it, and your face is just covered in yolk. Oh. Uh, the yolk! <laughs> what a bad yolk! <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's evil. Sorry, I just had to do it. 